Brad Court Talk, ABC's The Crossing. Welcome to the past that was. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcasts, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. And like our girl Reese, we are back in Port Cannon. We, of course, take a short jaunt to the future, but then we're back with our favorite refugees. So we had to go back in time, is what you're saying. Well, we had to go back to the future first, and then we went back in time to the to the age of peace. Gotcha. Oh, no, the, the big piece, the long piece. That's what it was. The, the long piece. piece. Yes. Oh, I love that. The long piece. Yes. Well, because that's where we can all be together and happy and no craziness happening. Yeah. Before things go bad, very bad. But <sighs> before we jump into that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com. We just checked. Actually, we have like 71 hours of content out there. So if you get bored on a long drive, we're here for you. Also, yeah. <laughs> be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie over there that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can email us at brettandcourttalk at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at jindev. He's BradZB. You can also follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. Brad, do you know what else you can find on Facebook? You can find groups out there that deal with time travel and all sorts of stuff. Ooh, like Back to the Future. And Back to the Past. And Tardises. Yeah, Tardises. Tardisai. And the magicians, like they did a really good time travel episode, like yeah. twice. Everybody does a good time travel episode. Uh, not like the magicians. Uh, true. They're true. special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you can all also find us on Facebook a couple of times where we talk about the magicians quite a lot um, in our Brad and Court talk, uh, pure fandom group. You can also find our Van Helsing pure fandom group where we have a, a bunch of nice people over there who are all just waiting patiently for the new season to start. And, um, you know, we're getting antsy here. Give us more. We want more. Right. And we say that even though the showrunners are posting some pretty cool stuff on Twitter. And I think on, you said Instagram, right? Yes. On Instagram, go on there. Yeah. Go find Roland yeah. and follow him. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And if you're not on either of those, have no worries. If you join the Facebook group, I'm adding everything that I see onto the Facebook group. And that she does. She adds all the stuff. I randomly add stuff. Yeah. And I've been doing quizzes lately. Um, uh, like Brad, um, oh no, that's that'd be a spoiler for anyone who's catching up. I know somebody who just started watching the show and she was like, Oh my god, I'm so mad at Doc for doing that thing that yep. she did to Axel. She's still on season one. Yes, so definitely. I, I wanted to convince her to keep watching, but I didn't want to tell her all the reasons why she needed to keep watching. So yeah. Get get past that thing with Doc and keep watching. Yeah. Go for it. Keep going. You got it. Yeah. But for this show, The Crossing, we're on we're on episode two. I know. It's so yeah. It's I'm, I'm enjoying the show like a lot, and I'm very I'm worried because ABC hasn't been known to give shows that I like room to breathe. I think they're going to let this one breathe. I think they're going to do it. I you know I kind of agree with that because I think a lot of the different networks are doing this thing where they have you know their regular fall and and spring seasons, but then they have their summer shows, and I think this would be an excellent summer show. It's it's a good time right now. I mean, it's just what they needed. So, well, let's jump into this. What was this episode about? Um, this episode was uh, season one, episode two, Shadow Out of Time. Um, as we talked about earlier, we got to see Reese uh, in her true state as an apex uh, in the future. And we find out more details about her relationship and the different things that she's been through with uh, Leia. 
Uh, we also get to see a bit more about the first group of humans, not Apex, that made the time travel trip to the long time of long peace. And uh, we get some hints about whatever their mission was. And then, of course, uh, we have uh, our girl, Reese, just trying to find her kid. And we find out, of course, that poor little Leia, she's been infected with the this disease that was created by the Apex. And she needs her mom for, for many reasons. And that's where we start off, in the future, 2187. Yes. It felt very Terminator. Yes, it was very, very Terminator. And they were hunting down everybody. I mean, this is a world that's been divided. Uh, We have the Apex people, which, you know, genetically engineer superhumans. They are chasing down the common people, the commons, the normals. Yeah, and you would think they wouldn't need to because they created that that disease, the Mantles Mm -hmm. disease. Mantles disease. Where... Yeah, the Mantle's disease where you get the rash and then you get the fever and then you die. And that's what's been killing off most of the humans. And we did find out also that sometimes they would come in and take the children. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things we found out with Caleb and Hannah. They talked about how you know their child was taken at one point in time, which gives a mixed signal on what, what are the Apex doing? Are they hunting them down or killing them off? Or are these like illegal commons that aren't supposed to be where they're at, like, okay, you know, more like a controlling group. They, You can live down here in a district, but you can't go anywhere else. I was, no, I just think they were killing them off. If they were killing them off, why would they go and steal their child? Why wouldn't they just kill them off then? I'm wondering, like, when Reese's uh, husband, I guess, or her domestic partner was talking about how they could get permission to procreate. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I still wonder, like, were they experimenting on the kids? Well, they were. That's what they, they said, said that they were believed to take the children and done some experimentation on them. Yeah. And one of the ways they probably came up to with the, uh, the mantles disease was by experimenting on the kids. But right. I, I'm still to toss up. I think there's this other, besides the fact that Caleb said there was a Holocaust going on and people were getting killed off. That led me to believe that they were keeping them in camps and stuff like that. Where right. almost like the Terminator, right? They didn't kill off all the humans in the future. Oh, they tried. They tried, but, well, actually, this depends on which version of Terminator you're watching also. But they always kept some around, you know, because you always got to have somebody to do the work that you don't want to do. Right. But Reese decides that when she hears the baby crying... Mm-hmm. She goes. She falls in love. Yeah, she falls in love and wants her baby, and totally shoots her other partner right there. Yeah, she makes a choice and she sticks to it for a long time. We see. Yeah, like she kept the kid with her hidden. I'm surprised that uh, she told her her um, husband. I don't know, like what he was. I know that when they were talking about it, he says that they're paired um, and and linked. Right. But it's there's no love between anybody. It's just to keep them, I guess, sane and balanced. And I think that's the whole thing, too. It's like, okay, you're genetically uh, right for this person. We're going to stick you with them. because right. you know, Okay, so the Apex need love, too, because clearly she was yearning for that. She Yeah, she needed something, and she wasn't getting it there, and she decides to take the baby and take it home and raise it. And he's like, okay, I won't tell anybody. Only to find out later on he does. Yeah, but it took him a while. It, a couple of years, yeah. I wonder why. Like, did he want her back, or what was going on? Or it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't really matter which way he wanted on it. 
once yeah. they found out that what she had been harboring this child, what she said, you know, it couldn't last forever. I think that's just to the point where he said, you know what? I can't have this go on anymore. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm just going to turn her in and we'll get this taken care of. And they take her in there and she's up against, the, you know, the other people who are saying, yeah. have you you've been tried for harboring a common? Uh-huh. And she just breaks bad on everybody. You don't want to piss her off. You do not. No. Like, back off. Like, I'm surprised they didn't know that. Like, she's a badass. And this is where I'm also going with the fact that, so the Apex are genetically engineered superhuman people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are there different segments of them? We know she's super smart because she puts this car back together with no problem. Mm-hmm. But are there like, you know, okay, you're the military branch, you're the science branch, you're this branch, you're the, you know, are there multiple branches of genetically engineered people to do certain things? You would think. Um, there's this book series that I really love by Nalini Sai or Singh. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, um, where she has this, where you have the regular humans, you have the um, people who had been... I think, no, they, they were animals. They, like, they have uh, animal genetics. You have that group. And then you have uh, the scientific people where they found out how to turn off their emotions. Right. And, like, they were had different groups. Like, they were into the different sciences and, um, like, different logical things. They, I guess they were kind of like stock <laughs> if he learned how to shut off his emotions completely. And I guess maybe I could see that happening with the apex and like her breaking that particular condi- conditioning mm-hmm. and then falling for little baby Leah and getting something like we said that she hadn't gotten anywhere else before and making that connection and deciding to take the drastic step of traveling to the past, to the long piece to protect this child who like can't really survive there. And then of course we know that uh, at that point, uh, Leah, she had the dis- mantle's disease. Right. And we saw that during that time, too, before she broke bad. The fact yeah. that she had a doctor or somebody who was coming to get paid money to come do this. Yeah, it feels like she was paying him like under the table like he was a mob doctor or something. Yeah, and he's like, why would you keep a comment? And so not all of the Apex people are the same. They may be, you know, they can't catch the mantle's disease, but they're clearly... If he's doing this for whatever reason, he's not like her husband or whoever, right? Right. Yeah, so there's a lot going on in the future. I'm really interested in hearing about if we get some more information on that. Yeah, I, w- I would love some more flashbacks, especially with um, like Craig Glendar, uh, Jake Harn's character, just to see what his existence was like before they made the trip back. Yes, definitely. And that's something that we learned from this, too. With we're gonna jump around a little bit, but that's fine. When Jude actually ends up with Reese, and you know he catches her basically, it sets her up when the whole we're gonna get Leah back after they find out that they're no longer on the beach. That was dirty. And he sets her up and gives a makes a phone call to Emma. She immediately, you know, don't tell anybody else, and she you know calls her boss because that's what she does. No, I don't think she did. I don't think she told anybody. Like when when he said some agent tipped him off, I think he has a spy who was spying on Emma. Like she didn't expect because she was surprised to see the helicopters coming. I don't think she said anything. I think she did. I think she said, "You know what? We got him. I'm going to get him right now," or something like that. I I think she's just following her protocol. You know, why would she go by herself to get this fugitive who she knows that can totally kill her if needed? 
Well, it's an extraordinary circumstance, but I think she maybe trusted Jude just a little bit to see what he had. So you think that maybe Linda was actually ta- uh, tapping her phone and that's how he found out about yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they sent the black helicopters in and she goes and gets taken. Right. Well, and, she was supposed to get taken. Well, she's supposed to get taken. And that's when we find out that they're not Apex people like we kind of thought they were. Well, yeah, we didn't know. Well, I assume they were Apex because it made sense, right? Yeah. But well, they're not. Maybe. They ha- well, no, but we, they have their own agenda. Well, we know they're not Apex because they didn't like her at all, and they wanted to kill her. And that one guy was like, no, torture's totally on the table. It's totally going to yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> he had some serious grudging going on there. Uh, uh, yeah. He has a backstory I'm really interested in hearing. I'm sure it's not a pleasant one. We got... It, yeah, that's it, that flashback episode we want. Yeah, we need this stuff. So they go, and they're going to take her out. They have no qualms about doing it. She basically sets them up also and, you know, does manage to escape after getting shot. Because she's smart. Yeah, and Jude is not happy about that whatsoever after being gassed and dropped in his car 20 miles <laughs> away. He's not too happy. We did find out that his son called and was coming to go fishing. Yeah. And at that point, he also called back to his uh, attorney friend in Oakland and asked him about the repercussions of having um, Reese there. Yeah, like he was, it was very, uh, it was a weird call that he was making. But apparently he, he's done this in the past. Like he's, he's gone out on a limb to help uh, a person um, in the Doucette case, I think they say. Right. And he testified against someone, but we don't really know too much about it. It's just that the the attorney tells him to put his family first at this point in time. So whatever whatever testimony he gave maybe destroyed his career in Oakland. I think it did. This maybe is he why testified he's, against another cop. Yeah, this is why he's in you know middle of nowhere town right now and not in Oakland with his family. And I think that yeah. whole separation is what happened. Although his ex seemed really happy when he was there. There was no weird tension thing going on when she came well, to yeah. drop him off. I, yeah. I, I guess he did call a little late the last time. Yeah. It's, it, it was just weird when he dropped him off. Cause it wasn't like, here's your kid. Why didn't you call me before? You know? Well, I, I like that. They went against that, that instinct to make her uh, bitchy. Oh, I'm just going. That would have been stereotypical. No, I was just going by my experience, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay. B. <laughs> just, that's what my whole point was. It's like, that didn't seem, you know, you were late to call. You didn't do this. I just, I figured there would have been more tension on there. But yeah, some only, harping. And this is the part where it says, put your family first. Like, maybe they're just separated for right now. They're not divorced or anything. Maybe it's just, uh, I had to move up here. She had to stay down there because she has her law firm or whatever. Yeah, it, it wasn't that warm, B, but yeah, it wasn't cold at all. So but, yeah. it'll be interesting to see where that goes. And after he had that conversation, he started to change his mind because initially he'd, be, he'd been on that path of helping her. But then once he had that phone call, he kind of he stepped back a little bit um, to, in helping her with what, he was, what she was doing. Because I guess maybe he saw that video where she hadn't told him about the disease. Right. And that the Apex were, were responsible for it. So he stopped trusting her as much. And then, of course, she stole his car after she fixed it. She did totally fix it. She did not wreck his car, though, which was good. She did not, and she left the keys. Yeah, she did leave the keys, so now he's all good to go, and it probably runs better than he could ever put it together. 
Yeah, he's going to have to work a lot to earn her trust back, though, because she came to him for help. Not just once, but the second time. She could have kept going with what she was doing, but she came to him, and she handed over her weapons, man. She did. That she did. Now, I did wonder why she fixed the car and just not steal another one, but whatever. It's nice that she fixed the car for him. That was a nice gesture on her part. Like, maybe that's just a part of her personality. Like, she needs to be able to fix things. And after we find out that Leia has her skin rash going on, yeah, which they immediately go, that's mantles, and go put her in isolation. This is where things got a little weird because, well, of there's some interesting stuff with the mantles. I mean, this is the disease that basically was deadly to all the common people, right? Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. would be, let's currently... Everybody on Earth. <laughs> exactly. Which is why um, Emma called the CDC. And without an in- injection from Reese's blood, which is what saved her in the first place, she uh-huh. might not make it. Which also leads me to the question of if that's deadly to everybody on Earth and everybody else, is how does that spread? I, I don't know, because I guess it maybe didn't spread to everyone in the future. It had some kind of process well, to it, it. Like it, you were infected or you weren't infected. I mean, it has to be what it was, because not everybody would be dead right off the bat. Exactly. It's exactly. Like a, so it's so like, I'm not sure. And I'm wondering, because they, they took her blood twice. I'm wondering if they saw like the abnormalities from Reese's blood like, that she was getting infused with. It could be. I'm not, it very well could be. But it does bring up the interesting fact of how this can spread and go elsewhere. Yeah. And now Oliver's here. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we're at with him. Okay, yeah. so we had another big mystery that shows up, right? Uh-huh. Who is the woman in charge of the first batch of arrivals from the future? I have no idea, but she apparently does not want good things for our our new travelers. Like they they can't be discovered. So is she going to have them killed, or are they just going to be stuck at that campsite for the rest of forever? Well, that's a that's a point to make. There, she doesn't want them discovered. So if they're back there in the past mm-hmm. to fix the future, right? Yeah. Then the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. They need to go. Well, there's that. And then um, I, don't, I don't know his name yet, but the guy who was with uh, with Craig, the one who said that he wanted a, a shot at our girl Reese, like he said that he, they, he, they thought they'd fixed the future already. Like they thought that whatever they had done had made the change necessary or or what what exactly are they trying to do? Are they trying to make sure that the apex never come? Like, we don't know their plan. I think they were trying to make sure the apex never come. Okay, well, they failed at this point. Well, yeah. Well, then you get in this whole time travel thing. Is it really time travel, or did they go to an alternate universe? Because, you know, time travel. A different timeline, flashpoint. Yeah, different timelines, different things happen. Next thing you know, Barry Allen's ruined the world. (laughs) Hey, don't blame Barry for this one. It is not his fault. Okay, it's a seat. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's his, not his fault. fault. Um, it is Rebecca's fault for Diamond um, little Leia out. Like, oh my god, yeah. it's the mentals. Yeah, it's like put a mask on her right now. Maybe that's what I they felt fixed. Bad. I wondered if that's what happened to her daughter, but no, she just disappeared in the night. Maybe that's what they did. They fixed mantles in the future, and all of a sudden it showed back up because 
of Reese. I don't want cause and effect. I don't know what came first. Well, no, Reese is going to be the fix for it. Like if they use her blood, like they can uh, maybe get a vaccine. But then it also leads it. Did any other man, uh, apex people end up in the past also? Uh, there's a lot. It's a, there, there is a lot. A lot. Well, they need to know that she is on their side. They need to not mess with Reese because we've seen what happens to people who crosses Reese. Is she on their side? She's just on. She, she is on their side because they have her daughter. She and honestly, like she wants the same thing. She wants she wants to be able to be with her daughter and be at peace. She mm-hmm. doesn't want trouble. Oh no, that she doesn't. Yeah, she she wants the same thing that Jude wants. She wants peace and quiet. That's why she's headed back to Port Cannon. <laughs> oh, Jude. Yeah. Yeah, he's in trouble. Two episodes in, all sorts of questions all over the place. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Feeling bad for the survivors there. I don't think they're going to... Well, yeah, she said no future for them. There's too much at stake. So, yeah, they're going to try to take them out. But Thomas is still alive. Yes, he is. He was getting some questions taken out of him the the hard way. But, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. and I'm just saying they better not mess with Reese. Leave her alone. They did have that memorial for everybody, too, that died off, which was kind of... Yeah. Caleb made a good point at that. You know, he's like, you think you get used to losing everybody, but he didn't really know that all those people had died. He wondered where everybody else showed up. He didn't notice all the bodies laying on the beach, apparently. <laughs> and Hannah's uh, really liking her protection. Her and her boyfriend, things are going to happen. Uh Yeah. She's she's gonna see the writing on the wall here soon, I think, and try to hey, can I go home with you? I wanna <laughs> I need out of this place. Yeah, and he's gonna take her home and there's gonna be a big old outbreak. She's gonna wanna leave as soon as she finds out Mantles is there. Be like, get me out uh, of this place. Because yeah. it ain't safe to be here. You don't wanna be here either. Let's go find an island somewhere. Or just get her to her mother. Like I wonder if she um Leah will ever tell them or I guess maybe we'll see that. I don't think Leia... Like, um, if my mom gives me my, heart, my transfusion, but I, she doesn't know her mom's there. I don't think she knows anything about that. I, because Leia I mean, was, she seemed like she was old enough. She was, but she was inside her whole entire life. She never knew anything different. So, But she knows she has that rash, and she knew to keep it hidden initially. Well, yeah, she knew to keep it hidden, but she also doesn't know... I don't know. What does she know about herself? Does she know she's a common and she, the other people are apexes? Or I, There's a whole lot of what does Leia know. I don't know. And I guess we're going to have to wait until next week to find out what Leia does know. Absolutely. Well, that's all I got for this. You got anything else? Uh, nope. Uh, nothing for this tonight. Um, I just, again, hope that we get to see the year 2087, 2187 again. I do, too. It was pretty interesting. That would be very awesome. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, Siren, Winona, Winona Earp, and a whole bunch of other shows. There are also <laughs> a lot of awesome writers over at purefandom.com putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. And um, one of our fellow writers, she is actually doing the written recaps for the show. Um, so you can go ahead and check her out. Uh, if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments section below. If you have any theories about the show, you can let us know in the comments section below or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. You can also email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. If you're from the future and know how the show goes, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> no, because spoilers. Oh, okay. Don't. No, fine. Don't let us know. If you're from the future, do not tell us you're from the future. 
Yeah, keep that to yourself. Yes, definitely. All right. Until next time. Until next time, if you have a fugitive that's that's hiding out at your house, um, you should maybe take them to your garage. They might be able to fix um, an old drunker that you have and make it like a really cool muscle car. Oh, I need a fugitive to come to my house from the future who can fix my 1970 sports. That would be great. Thank you. If you're from (laughs) the future, come on over. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.